Welcome, occupants. Before today's podcast begins, I'm just going to have to give you a little preface. Um, today is going to be a little darker of a theme. Uh, my buddy, well, Mochi's buddy, is coming on the podcast, and she's going to be disgusting. Not disgusting. She's not disgusting. That's rude. She's going to be discussing um, something that's happened in her life. And it's a bit of a cautionary tale. It deals with a lot of dark themes and trauma. And I just wanted to give a heads up to all our occupants of the shift in tone for this floor. Hopefully, it's not going to be triggering for anyone who listens. But thanks for listening. Bear in mind that we have no direction for this podcast today. I have nothing on my list. We just recorded an episode before this one in preparation for the week after next when the next one drops because I'm not going to be able to record next week. I have a previous engagement scheduled. So yeah. Welcome to Elevator Talk. The show where it only goes up from here. And much like last episode, last floor, if you will, we have another special guest today. Her name is Art. And uh, yeah, go ahead and introduce yourself. I think you're still muted. Yeah. Art. I'm so sorry. My headset died on me for a second. I fixed it, though. Okay. Okay. Welcome. Thank you. I'm very happy to be here. Who, who are you? <laughs> you were just uh, brought on by Mochi, but I don't actually know who you are. I really came on this week to just talk about what happened and see if people will start being more safe on the roads. Okay. Um, I know um, a couple weeks ago I got into an accident, a really bad accident, and... It wasn't my fault. Driver just was impaired. Impaired, and like I'm really drunk or on drugs? I think he was on drugs, and he was also drunk. The talk screen showed back on his blood that he was at a point one. Whew! That's so that's a he lot. was really messed up. And the messed up thing is, he offered to drive me home, knowing that he was messed up. Wow. And so I get in the car and immediately I notice something's wrong. Like I couldn't get, he, my seatbelt got caught in the door. I tried to open my door, but he had already gone in reverse and whipped out the parking lot. Oh, Next geez. thing I know, we're on the highway going 120 miles an hour. What the hell was the guy driving? Yeah, traffic like a madman. Huh? What was he driving? He was driving a Mazda something. Probably an RX. And <clears throat> so Mazda is like a sports car, I think. Yeah. And so he was zooming in out of traffic, going 120 miles an hour 
Wait, took the time for us to go to our exit. He had only slowed down to 80 miles an hour. I was begging him the entire time to slow down. He just turned his music up and sped up. He, he, he must have been like going through some shit if he was driving like that with a passenger. It was really scary. My friend couldn't get her seatbelt on because she couldn't find it. And then next thing I know, we're taking the turn. And we're skidding off the okay? road. And then we hit a tree. Is your friend okay? She got out with a broken wrist and a fractured leg. She had oh. stitches. My other friend that was in lucky. the car, his airbag didn't go off, so he had a really bad condition. And... He was throwing up blood. I remember that. Lots well, and lots of blood. Internal bleeding. I, however, did not get so lucky. I no longer have the ability to walk, nor will I have it for some time. Oh no! He did shattered you, like... my leg, oh. and I know. Once we got a hold of help, I remember my friend was on the phone. And then he was like, I'm going to pass out because he kept throwing up blood. And I grabbed the phone from him and he, I just started talking to the police and I told him where we crashed off of and how we needed help. Everyone in the car was bleeding or hurt in some way or another. Yeah. The driver was crushed between the seat and the the steering wheel in the door. Did the driver live? My friend managed. Yeah, he lived, and he. The only thing he had to comment about this whole experience was, "Well, don't wreck going fast." That's wow, all he so had to say. It sounds like a very irresponsible individual. So he had three passengers, was on drugs and drunk, and driving recklessly on the highway when people weren't even properly buckled in. Yeah, he wouldn't let us, he wouldn't stop so we could get our seatbelts on. Because we told him multiple times that we wanted to put our seatbelts on. We didn't feel safe. And I remember, like, moments before the crash, I see my friend black out, so I grabbed her. And apparently that action saved her life. Because she would have flown through the windshield if I didn't do that. Yeah, um, that was a good call. Quick thinking. Uh... I'm yeah, sorry you I have to, to like, relive this right now. Situations. I, I wasn't expecting this uh, episode to take this turn, but I'm glad you're okay. I'm glad everybody made it out, and I'm hope uh, hopefully someone can get through to that guy and teach him some responsibility so nobody else gets hurt. Yeah. Well, I know the state took out a case for us. A three accounts of vehicular assault. And we're For still you? dealing with that. I'm still I haven't even seen the doctor yet. I have staples in my leg. And they had to break my hip in order to put metal rod in my leg. A couple Jeez. metal rods in my leg. Cause so wait, like I said, my leg was completely shattered. Is the driver the one with the charges? Or like, why yes. would why would you guys have? Oh, okay. I was gonna say, why would you have charges? <laughs> uh, what? Uh, we have medical what bills. What led you to be in the car with him in the first place? 
Uh, I had no other way home. I was at my friend's house, and I had just gotten a bunch of candle-making stuff. Like glass jars, wicks, stuff like that. And he was, like, I guess he was just trying to show off or something. But I told him I was scared, and he just sped up. And he wasn't listening to any of us. So had you had no choice but to take a ride with this dude? One more time. You had no choice but to take a ride with this dude? Like, what, what, what was the reason for trusting him to get well, you Well, he didn't seem messed up when I got in the car. It's only after I had shut the door that I realized my mistake. I asked to be let out, and he's like, no, we'll be home in like five minutes. So you know him personally? It should have taken 15. Yeah, he's my neighbor. Oh. Okay, so your neighbor Yeah, so I thought I could trust was... him. And so I accepted the ride. He just seemed a little unhinged. And then he said the ride would take five minutes when the ride always takes 15. Jesus. We got there in five, but we didn't make it to our destination. You got to the, got to the exit and then off the exit, but not the right way. In, we didn't even make minutes. it past the exit. We hit the exit, the on ramp, off ramp. I mean, and we skidded off the road and crashed into a tree. We didn't even get to take the entire exit. Well, I remember people knocking on the doors of the car screaming to see if we were alive i was the only one conscious after my friend passed out after vomiting blood that's pretty terrifying. i was conscious the entire time it was really so scary. i guess this is a cautionary tale don't drive after drinking and doing drugs preferably don't drive after drinking yeah. or doing drugs don't drive after drinking. Don't drive after doing drugs. Just be safe. Yeah. If there's anything you can learn from what I'm telling you today, just be aware and be safe. Because danger lurks around every corner, and you never know what day is going to be your last. Yeah, you got to be I know. careful It's not just you about your personal well. safety anymore. It's about the safety of those around you. Right. Yeah, I know, um, I had gotten rushed from the scene to the hospital in like eight minutes, and I was in ICU because my leg was trying to pop out of my leg, and my leg was bent totally the wrong way, and I just remember screaming and crying. And they I'm had sure to cut off my clothes and just get my leg sure positioned right. I'm pretty sure they had to break my knee in order to get it back into the spot. Because oddly enough, I don't feel the part where it did break. I feel the knee and the hip. But not the thigh where it broke. The nerves might still be in shock and overwhelmed, so they shut down. Maybe. I was thinking the doctors chopped off the nerves because they put metal rods in my leg. The metal rod well, could be what's overstimulating those nerves, causing them to shut down. Possibly. 
All I'm I know just go is along with whatever mochi now I'm racked with a hundred thousand dollar hospital bill because driver didn't even have insurance. Didn't have insurance. Well, then he should be in jail. That's what's going to happen. Is he's going to end up going to jail because he can't pay for any of this. Well, he should be going to jail because he was driving without insurance. On top of everything else. Like, there should be multiple... Not to mention, like you said, there are multiple charges. Reasons. Not to mention, it's not even jail anymore. It's prison now if you don't have insurance. Remind me what the difference between yeah. jail and prison is again? Prison jail is a lot is just... worse, a lot rougher. Yeah, prison's big-time jail. Jail is just like... Each city has a jail, but only certain counties have a prison. Like, the city jail is vacation compared to the county or state prison. So, wait. Jail is like... Wait in a room with a bunch of other people until it's time for you to be released back in the Sometimes there's other people, sometimes you're alone. Wait in a cell with one other person or by yourself. And also yeah. be subjected to jail isn't always with abuse other from the abuse from the guards and the inmates. <laughs> yes, all the while, and you usually you usually have a lot higher chance of getting into fights or getting attacked in prison than you do in jail. I mean, I for know, doing what he did, either. he's most likely going to get hurt in prison. Almost definitely. Because we were begging him to stop the car. And he just wouldn't. I mean, if. He put the lives of I do have... people in danger while under the influence of alcohol and drugs and didn't have insurance. He's going to prison for a long time. That's not even a question at that point. I do have I some advice if you ever find yourself this. in a situation like that again where you're in the passenger seat of a vehicle that someone is driving recklessly and they're not slowing down shift the car in neutral turn the car off and turn the key back on but don't turn on the engine then the steering and the brakes will be available but they will not be able to accelerate anymore and they'll be able to stop the car safely and once they stop the car because they can't just start the car while they're going down the road you can get the fuck out of the vehicle Yeah. I wasn't even the passenger. I was in the back seat. I got it the worst though, because the back seat um, lurched forward for back, lack of better words, and swallowed my leg. Uh, the front half of the car and the back half of the car went in, and my oh, leg so got swallowed like up by the back half of the car, and my door wouldn't open after the crash. And I looked down at my leg, and I remember seeing it broken, registering that it was broken. Because I was like, my leg's not supposed to bend like that. But I had to push myself up off the seat, because I was going to crush the driver to death if I didn't. And then I picked my friend up with my good arm, and put her on my good leg, and got her off the seat as well. And I tried to stop the bleeding. And I had to talk to the police. 
and the firefighters and the random bystanders that were there scared out of their minds for us. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of people must have stopped when they were going off the exit. It was right off the exit. Yeah. There is three things that, from what you've said, that tell me why you and your friends survived, even if y'all were injured. One, you personally did not panic in the situation. You thought clearly and thought of what to do. Had you panicked, your body would have tensed up and it would have caused more damage. From the sounds of it, your friend blacking out saved their life. Because when you're unconscious, your body is relaxed. It's not tensed up. It's going to cause less damage. It's much more malleable. And you you grabbing your friend also helped. Helped them brace for the impact and not fly through the windshield. Yeah. Uh, When your body tenses up because you're expecting, you know, an injury or you're panicking... More damage is dealt from impacts because when your body's relaxed, it's squishier. When your body tenses up, your muscles firm up, you don't have as much squish, you feel the full force of the impact. Instead of like, it'd be like landing on a pillow to break your fall, you know? Yeah. Right. I know, I saw the tree coming, and oddly enough, I did relax at that because I I was like if it's my time it's my time and that right there accepting that it might be your time is likely what ended up saving you and making it not your time yet yeah ironically I was told by three separate doctors that none of us should have been alive with the speed and the rate we were going we all should have died Especially the two of us that weren't wearing seatbelts. It truly was a miracle. I am glad you are still around. I'm glad you're still here with us. And I'm I'm glad glad that you were able to make it today to, you know, talk about this, spread awareness, and hopefully, you know, open some people's eyes. Yeah. I know I've been sharing... uh, a fundraiser that's supposed to help me out because I'm not allowed to work for the next six months while I'm recovering. And if people want to, like, just check it out, I slowly posted updates about how I'm doing, how the others are doing. It's just, it hasn't been too long since it happened. So we just set up to GoFundMe. But yeah, do you guys have any questions? I can't think of any questions Uh, besides the ones that I've already asked about the situation. I'm just really concerned about the amount of trust that was put into that person. Like, three people got into that car and deemed him fit to drive them wherever they were going. And I just... I don't understand how that happens. You said you know him personally? Like, did all three of the people that got in that vehicle know that person personally? Yes. And the thing is, he was trying to hide how messed up he was. 
Which is the most messed up part about it. He could have told us and we would have gotten an Uber in a second. Yeah. I don't I don't get what ben was going said he through chose his head. to hide it. But you've like you've done things with this person and like been driven yeah. around by them before? He's driven me to work a couple times when I couldn't get a ride to work. He has just hung out. I've spent time with his kid. I've seen his dog every day. I walk by the window. Like I am Does he I know this person. Does he usually drink and do drugs? I know he drinks. Not to like call him out or anything. He gets a certain way but when it's he like drinks. A pattern. I haven't seen him do anything but smoke weed. Which so is it's legal not a pattern here. of behavior for him to, to drink and do drugs. This is. A... I told him that I don't want to be in the car with him when he does stuff like that, and I guess that's why he tried to hide it. That's just complete disrespect for your request. I don't know, he doesn't sound like a very responsible individual, and honestly, he sounds like he might need some help. I hope he gets the help he deserves. Yeah. Because. But there's from what no you said, good reason to be doing that stuff besides needing help. From what you said, his comment. Is that what you said? His comment regarding everything that had happened afterwards was just. Well, I guess I shouldn't drive fast around the curve. His Something exact like words, well, well, don't wreck going fast. Don't wreck going fast. So he has no remorse whatsoever. It seems. It almost sounds like it was intentional. Yeah, that's... Almost. I've heard, like, rumors. I'm not sure if they're true. But uh, I heard that there was a gun in the car at the time, and I had no idea about it. So I feel like he was truly trying to kill us. Or himself. Or himself or something. Definitely sounds like it's hard not to though. take a little personal with the way he is. Yeah, the way he responded to the whole situation, I can see how you would take it personally. I would in your position. Yeah. I would too. Intentionally deceiving you, disrespecting you, and not listening to your requests for him to slow down and let everyone get their seatbelts on. And then not showing any remorse for almost taking the all three of your lives. Pretty fucked up. Yeah, I hope if anything comes out of this, that people are more aware of their actions and that people can just be safe and care for one another. Just don't be like that guy. Everything you do doesn't only affect you, it affects everyone else around you as well. Even when you think it doesn't. I learned that the hard way a little while back. Uh, but if we could if we could get off of this morbid topic and 
into something a little more cheerful. Maybe we can end the podcast on a good note. Because I feel like it's been pretty uh, morose. Yeah. One thing I've noticed throughout all this stuff is I have the most wonderful, caring, appreciative, and sweet fiancé in the entire world. He's helped me through this every single day, every step along the way. He's the one who that's helps me really, literally get up in the morning. And I don't really know what I would do without him. You know? Yeah. I just feel truly blessed to have him by my side. When do you get married? Uh, we're hoping for some time in the next few years to get married. We're just trying to put off the wedding due to COVID and all that. Make sure both well, our can, families can attend and get over this you can get, situation. You can get legally married and then have the wedding later. Just go down to the courthouse, seal the deal. See, he did that with his ex-wife and their marriage didn't work out, so he actually wants to like spend the time and the money to do a wedding the proper way. And I've never been married before, so I'd like to have a proper wedding, you know? Yeah. Yeah. How old are you? It's understandable. Alright, how old are you? I am 23. Oh, nice. I am so excited to start my life. I bet. This is just a new chapter in it to grow, you know? Yeah. Well, congratulations. Thank you. Preemptively. Because you're not actually married yet. You're engaged. That's just as big I know um, if anyone wants to follow my story or help even just if it's a dollar they can donate to my GoFundMe yeah I'll put that in the description of the episode but uh Uh, I'm trying to figure out a good title for this episode or floor mind you um that's not gonna yeah I don't want it to be like melancholy like most of the podcast has been (laughs) um how much of the last episode were you listening to did you hear the uh Stephen Wright bits I I was no I was doing some quotes from Stephen Wright who's a deadpan comedian because of how my voice sounds right now. Uh, here's something I've always hope, found funny is uh, stupid should hurt. <laughs> stupid does hurt a lot of the time. Yeah, it does definitely hurt. <laughs> Everything is within walking distance when you have the time. Oh, walking. I would know all about walking. <laughs> I went... I went to a restaurant that serves breakfast at any fries, so I ordered French toast during the Renaissance. Love that. Wait, did I say <laughs> any fries? I went to a restaurant that serves breakfast at any time, so I ordered French toast during the Renaissance. 
<laughs> Whenever I think of the past, it brings back so many memories. Me too. Memories are a twisted deal. They can either get corrupted or they can get changed. But, but they're always the same, if that makes sense. The emotions behind them can it, change, but the memories themselves don't. Exactly. Thank you. If at first you don't succeed, skydiving. <clears throat> if at first you don't succeed, skydiving definitely isn't for you. <laughs> Experience. I mean, at that point, nothing. Is. How do I keep messing this up? Experience is something you don't get until just after you need it. Ain't that the truth? Yes. can't find any that I didn't already say. Oh. I bought some batteries, but they weren't included. <laughs> <laughs> For my birthday, I got a humidifier and a dehumidifier. I put them in the same room and let them fight it out. That's hilarious. I wonder which one's winning. Me too. Probably the humidifier. <laughs> Humidity is more powerful than dehumidity. But think about it, it could cause a little rain cloud. Oh yeah. I went to a general store. They wouldn't let me buy anything specifically. <laughs> I replaced my headlights in my car. I replaced the headlights in my car with strobe lights. So it looks like I'm the only one moving. Love that. That's enough of that. <laughs> Don't mind me. I'm just dying off camera. Actually, I'm not even on camera right now. So technically, that's still dying off camera. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Thank you guys for having me today. It was great to have yeah, you no on. No problem. You want to do the outro? I forgot what the outro is. Well, we're only 30 minutes in. Oh. Well, we can make Did it you... a short cautionary tale thing. Because I'm really boring. No, you're not. I just don't have anything. I don't have any ideas right now. I, I used all my ideas in the last one. You could talk about what I do for uh, a hobby. I'm called okay. art okay. because I'm very artistic and I make pieces of artwork. Oh, what what kind of art? I paint, I draw, I write. What kind, Here, wait, what kind of stuff you paint and something. draw? Uh, I like to draw abstract and I like abstract so abstract's just pretty much my favorite way to do stuff abstract is fun I've, I've made a few abstract pieces I'm by no means an artist though I kind of just splash some paint on a page rub it around a little 
friend says I could sneeze, it would still be a masterpiece. The way I make stuff. Depends on what's... Aunt here was actually going to get a nose. drawing of him that I did on a metal plate. I still haven't done that yet. Money's tight. It's still on my desktop, though. Nice. It's a really it was kind of an abstract style, but it was at the same time, you know, realism. Oh, no, it's gone. Uh, what'd I do with it? Do I need to send it again? No. It's not really abstract. It's just... Uh, it's a good drawing. It's just got like a... It looks like it's got a filter on it, but it doesn't. It's just the way it was drawn. So I guess that yeah, could be... When, when I first showed him, he's like, what filter abstract. did you use? I'm like, I didn't use one. Yeah. There's a couple pieces of my artwork. Wall paintings. Ooh, I like that. Again, um, the podcast is not on video, so anything that you send me is not going to be seen by the audience. I'll have to yeah, like, leave a link to it or something. But we can describe it. See if they can. The first one has a very three-dimensional look. I can't tell if that's actually globs of paint or if it's painted on to look like it. I know, um... That one was a mix of a different type of paint. Was one of the, it was two different types of paint, and it ended up looking like a jellyfish in the clouds. Like rainbow clouds, awesome. you know? Yeah. There's a lot of that. detailing brushes. The second one Is reminds that... me of, like, when you would have to do the waves in physics class in high school. Is all you know, that paint the second dry? one, I was going for like a more hospital serpent snake vibe, but also it's like up on its way to heaven, and it gets dropped back down. What did it do to deserve that? My time? I said, what did it do to deserve that? Uh, just the, the negative spaces left in the painting made me want to like swirl it and then draw a line through the swirl it created a very dramatic piece and then the way I did the coloring it went from light to dark it had some very Here vibrant you... places and some very dark like space looking places so it's a right? very yeah it's purposeful it's every little thing in that painting took a long time to plan out and do so, Very if it's a serpent being dropped art. down from heaven, it sounds like it tricked Eve. One more time? It sounds like a what? It sounds like it tricked Eve. Yeah, that's... It's green like the snake that tricked Eve. Because it was a garden snake that famously tricked Eve. Yeah, so there you go. Neat. I was trying to say that it... it it gives me a modern art kind of vibe. Mm hmm But not the tax laundering kind. Or money laundering. <laughs> not, the, not the NFT bullshit kind. Yeah. The actual genuinely good modern art. Not like a banana duct modern tape to museums. a wall. <laughs> banana no, um... duct tape to a wall. 
I actually still have both those pieces of artwork and I have yet to hang them up in my art wall, but I really should. I've got a piece around here that was made for me by someone I really care about. It's it's paint splatters across the whole thing. There's a heart painted on it and it says love is messy at the bottom. Oh, that's really sweet. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. Love can be messy. Uh, but when you get it right, it just kind of all fits into place, you know? Mm-hmm. It just it falls clicks. into place like puzzle pieces. Um, how often do you do, um, paintings, art? Do you do commissions at I all? I try and paint at least once a week. I crank out a new art piece at least once a month. It sometimes takes weeks to finish what I work on. You I make anything it? from clay like... sculptures to paintings to drawings to writing my own stories. Do you sell any of it? Is it available for, like... Um, yeah, I mean, we sell it around town. Uh, we've gotten, we've made little Among Us character necklaces that are made completely out of polymer clay, and mm. we just bake them in the oven, and they glow when they glisten. Like I have a little orange one that I usually wear around my neck, and it's it's just super cute. It has the backpack and everything. I've also made clay octopi. Which is uh, pretty cool. They were like holding actually, hearts with their little tentacles. I actually forgot really what cool. the things from Among Us look like. <laughs> oh, the Among Us characters are a little, little spacemen, but the different colored suits. They're pretty cool. They look like loaves of bread with asses. Yes. And backpacks. Yes. And with that, we have reached our final floor. Doors are opening. We hope you've enjoyed your ride with us. Have a wonderful evening. Have a wonderful evening. Have a wonderful evening.